Welcome to GPM. Join us today for our prophetic feast day for Futuring Minister Alberta. Wherever you went, you taught the people. I pray tonight that the spirit of teaching, Holy Spirit will come. That I will be able to offload that which you have impressed upon my heart. That your people will be blessed tonight. Take over every heart. Take over every mind. Take over every spirit. Let every mind, every thought, every, every heart be subjected. And be brought under the of Christ, that Jesus and him alone will be glorified at the end of it all. Let all the saints shout and type a big amen. Amen. You are welcome once again. You are welcome once again. You are welcome once again. I pray that you will be blessed tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 The Lord sent me with a word tonight and I pray that I will be able to attempt (laughs) To deliver the message that I have been sent with. Amen. Amen. Prof, you know how you do me all the time. You will find some strong graces. Mm-hmm. And you will sandwich me in between somehow. Because you and are the rest of it until the program is finished. I cannot sleep. <laughs> so once again, my sleep was taken away from me. And I've been praying for a word. Up until we went on Reverend Marte's platform on the on Monday, the 12th of June. Yeah. I still had not received a word and I was praying. So after the platform that evening, I decided to just worship and I was worshiping. Mm. It got to a point that I couldn't stop. I just kept worshiping. The carnality in me wanted to stop, but the spirit of God would not allow me. So it went on and on and on and on for a while. Mm. And whilst I was still in the mode of worship, I heard these words. And that is the message for tonight. And the words are that they do not know whom they worship, Mm. but we know who we worship. Jesus. If only they knew. And then I started looking around and straight away I knew that that is the word of the Lord for his church. Amen. Tonight. He said they do not know what they worship. But we know what we worship. Mm. And if only they knew. Mm. And that got me to work. And by the grace of God, the Spirit of the Lord has helped me to come together with something. And there is so much in my spirit that I don't know where I will begin from and I don't know where I will end from. Mm. But wherever the Spirit of the Lord who gave the word wants to begin with, and wherever he wants to end, start from there and we will end it wherever he wants to end. But it is my prayer that every one of us will take the portion that belongs to us tonight. Amen. And we will run with it, that Amen. we will be blessed. Amen. 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 He said, they do not know what they worship, but we know what we worship. Mm. If only they knew. If only they knew. If only they knew. So tonight, the title of my message is, If Only You Knew. Mm. If only you knew the gift of God. If only you knew what Jesus has in store for you. If only you knew the God you worship. If only you knew the power that is available in you. Mm. 
If only you knew the authority you have in Christ. If only you knew. If only somebody knew tonight. If only the church of God knew. Including me. If only we knew what we have. If we could grasp just a dimension of what we have been given. If only the church knew what has been given here. If only we knew Jesus is dispensing his life into ours. Mm. If only we knew that the life that we live is no longer ours. Mm. But Christ who lives in us. If only we knew that the Lord that we serve has conquered death. Then we will not be afraid of death. Man. If only you knew that you are a joint heir with Christ. If only you had this revelation. If only the church of God has this understanding of who we are. If only we knew that we are the bride of Christ. If only we knew the love of God. If only we knew how much Jesus desires a relationship with us. If only you knew how much he wants to reveal himself to you. He said, some do not know what they worship. Mm. Most do not know what we worship. The church has missed it now. Mm. The foundation of the church, he said, was built upon revelation. The church was built upon revelation. What makes us think we can continue without revelation? If only we knew. If only we knew. If only we knew. And Jesus is calling his church to know him beyond religion. Yeah. Beyond the traditions of men. Beyond church politics. Beyond the book that we have written and we read about him. Beyond the testimonies of men. Mm. He's calling us to a realm of deeper knowledge of who he is. To have a revelation of him. It's more than head knowledge what he's calling us to. More than the songs that we sing about him. If only we knew. In John chapter 4, let's have from verse 1, please. Help me, Spirit of God. Ah, if only we knew what we have attained. If only we knew what's in store for us in God. If only we would take our time to search it. Mm. If only we would go to him and ask him. If only the church, the people of God, will make time again. If only we would seek and desire him. He's ready to reveal himself to us. Jesus. Beloved, he's talking about a revelation of himself. It's beyond the prints of the Bible that we read. It's beyond the copying of men. He's calling us into intimacy with him. He's calling us into personal relationships. He's calling us into personal testimonies. Enough of people telling us about him. He wants us to know him for ourselves and for who he is. We'll be jumping the scripture for the sake of time. It says, therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Religion. Mm -hmm. 
The Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making more disciples. And we are continuing today. Who has many members? Mm -hmm. Who has many followers? Religion. Hmm. But what does Jesus do in verse 2? When he heard about this, he moved from that place. He's never interested in religion. He says, therefore, when the Lord heard, or when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus had made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself wasn't even the one that was baptizing, but his disciples, the Bible says that he needed to go through Samaria. Jesus needed to go through Samaria. Why? Because there was something there. There was food there for him to eat. Let's go on, please. Makadiyan, bede de bush. Can we have the verse 3, please? It says, He left Judea and departed again to Galilee. We will cut it because of time. And then we will just be jumping to the areas that I need. But we can read it in our own time. The Bible says that Jesus moved. And he was going to Galilee. But he had to. He needed to go through Samaria. And that is the story where he met the woman at the well. The Bible says that Jesus asked. That the woman gives him water. But because the Samaritans and the Jews had nothing in common, the woman was surprised that Jesus was asking mm -hmm. for water from her, a Samaritan woman. And the Bible says that Jesus said to her that if only you knew <laughs> what the gift of God is mm -hmm. and who is it that is talking to you. Mm. You would have asked of me. I'm just paraphrasing. And I will give you the water. That when you drink, you will never test again. Hmm. So Jesus has water that when we drink, we will never test again. Yeah. Jesus went on to say to this woman. That you, you Samaritans do not know what you worship. But we Jews, we know what we worship because salvation he said is of the Jews Jesus replied in verse 10 he said if only you knew the gift of God mm -hmm. the gift God has for you mm. and who you are speaking to you would ask me and I will give you the living water let's jump to the verse 13 Jesus answered and said to her, Let's go to the 13, please. For the sake of time. Thank you, Lord Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks this water will test again. But those who drink the water that I give will never be tasty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling water within them, giving them eternal life. So the woman now asks Jesus to give her that water so that she will not come to that place again. That is when Jesus asked her to go and call her husband. 
The verse 18 says that the Jesus said to the woman, you have had five husbands. Mm. And even the one you are living with now is also not your husband. Mm. When we jump to the 20, the woman said, 90, said that you must be a prophet after Jesus revealed this. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that it is on this in Jerusalem is where we have to worship? Mm. Why we Samaritans claim that it is here on this mountain? And Jesus now told her, I've come to present to you a God beyond religion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said, believe me, woman, that time is coming and the time is now. When you will need a worship on this mountain or in Jerusalem. In other words, the time is coming and the time has come. Yeah. Where it will no longer be about what this person says or what that person says. A time is coming and that time has come. When it is no longer about a geographical location. But it will be about the spirit. It will be about the heart. It will be about one-on-one. Mm. -on -one. A time is coming where it will no more be about what our fathers handed down to us. Yeah. What my pastor said, it will be about what God himself has revealed to me. The Bible says that the woman went in the city and began to call mm -hmm. for the men of the city to come and see. He said, this man that has told me everything about myself. Mm -hmm. That one is for another day because... Yeah, yeah. Jesus didn't tell the woman about everything. About, yeah. I believe she, she, she saw that if he's been able to tell me this, then the rest is nothing. Yeah. But the Bible says that the men followed her and came and saw Jesus. And after they had done that, they stayed with Jesus. He said, come, the first 29. See a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. Let's jump to the 34. He says that my food is to do the will of him who sent me. Uh -huh. There are still four months. We will jump over that as well. And then we'll go on to the 39. It says, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him mm -hmm. because of the word, the woman, the word of the woman who testified. That was the first point. Yeah. So this woman encountered Jesus and she went, sent a word to the city and called the men. The men followed her and came to Jesus. And the first point was that they believed because of what the woman has told them, because of her testimony. But what I want us to pick from here is that they didn't end there. Yeah. The testimony of the woman wasn't enough. It says, so when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed there two more days. Mm. And many more believed because of his own word. Then verse 42. Then they said to the woman. Now we believe. Mm -hmm. Not because of what you said. 
for we ourselves have heard him mm -hmm. and we know that this is indeed Jesus. the Christ. This Man. is first hand knowledge. Yeah. First, the woman handed knowledge down yeah. to them that I have met a man who has told me everything. Jesus. And the people came based on that testimony. We hear people tell us that God is good. God is this. God is that. We will go to church. Our pastors will preach to us. People will tell us things. But beloved, what God is saying is that it shouldn't end there. Mm -hmm. We must pursue him and pursue him more. Man. Just like this man of, this, of Samaria did. They didn't end there. The Bible says that they desired to know more. They desired to have a revelation of Jesus for themselves. So they stayed there. They sat under the tutorship of Jesus for two more days. And at the end of the day, they had their personal relationship. They had their personal testimonies. If only we knew. He's calling us to a deeper realm. If only we knew that inside us lies this well of living water. And that the Holy Spirit in us, in every born again Christian, is a, a well of knowledge then we will dig deep this well and we will assess the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding that is in us. The Holy Spirit in us is the spirit of knowledge. He's the spirit of wisdom and in the spirit of understanding. Amen. Just like this man of Samaria did. When we seek or when we are told something, when people have testified, it is not enough. There is enough in God, beloved, and he's yeah. willing to share it with us. Man. He said, true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. God is not seeking those who merely engage the outward forms of religion or religious structure and rituals. Beyond the rituals, he wants us to know him. Beyond the, oh, we have to worship on Sunday, we want to worship on Monday. Beyond some are saying uh, the Sabbath, he wants to know him. He wants us to know him personally. But rather, he wants us to have this life that truly engaged with him. The men sought to know more. In fact, they begged Jesus to stay with them and to teach them. They wanted to know him beyond the woman's testimony, yeah. beyond religion and tradition. Remember, they had been told that it is on that mountain that they had to worship. Mm -hmm. But they wanted to know more. And when they got hold of Jesus, they were like, we are not letting you go yeah. until you teach us everything that we need to know. And they had personal encounter. So they were able to testify that we no longer believe just because of what this woman has said. They had revelation of Jesus. Amen. They wanted to know more of him. You see, having a personal revelation of Jesus is very important in every believer's life. Man. Because there will be there will come a time mm, when your faith will be tested. Yeah. yeah. When the gates of Hades will come and try you. And it is only your revelation of Jesus that will help you to stand. In Matthew chapter 13, we know about Jesus. Asking his disciples, who do men say that I am? Mm. He handed that questionnaire to them. And then they began to answer. Some say prophet, some say this. And he narrowed it down to who do you say that I am? Yeah. 
And Peter bailed all of them by the help of God, by saying that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said to him that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father. And he went on to say that you are Peter, and upon this mountain I will build my church. He said, and the gates of Hades will not prevail. Because of the revelation that God gave Peter, Jesus said, on that revelation, the church of God is built. Amen. And because of that revelation, the gates of Hades, when they come, they will not be able to prevail. Beloved, what revelation do you have of Jesus? That when the storms come, when the heat come, when the rivers come, when the fire come, what revelation will help you to stand? In Acts chapter 27, we know that Paul was on a voyage. And the Bible says that there was a storm. And all the people thought they were going to sink. They were afraid. But when we read the verse 22 to 25, Acts 27, please. I told you tonight, I don't even know where to start, where to end. But the mm -hmm. Spirit of the Lord will help us. Mark yeah, Adam. Yeah. Acts chapter 27 verse 22 to 25. He says, and now, this was Paul speaking, I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of God, angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, Amen. saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. You see, the difference between Paul and the others, everyone else on the ship, was that Paul had a revelation. They didn't. Yeah. So the storms had come against them, and everyone was terrified. Everyone was afraid. They thought they were going to die. But Paul was there chilling. Hmm. Because he had a revelation. And he knew God. His revelation of God was that God is a faithful God. So he said, I know that it will be just as it had been told me. What revelation do you have? Hmm. When your faith is tried. When that which you've been praying for seems as though it's not coming. <laughs> when you have waited two years, three years, four years, and it's not coming. When everyone around you has a testimony but you do not have. When the visas have not come. When the job seeking has become something else. What revelation do you have to stand on? Hmm. When the gates of Hades come, do you know him to be able hmm. to stand? Do you know him as faithful? Mm. when satan comes against your flesh like job when he attacks everything in your life and goes on to attack your health do you have a revelation of him that you will stand on to say that i will not curse god and die mm. when even the people you trust advise you to curse god and die do mm. you have a revelation that you will stand upon to say that i know that it will be done unto me just as it was told me do you have a revelation of jesus that will make you stand boldly hit your chest and say that 
I don't care if it take 10 years, 6 years. I know that definitely, as long as God has said it, it will come to pass. Beloved, those things go beyond the scripture. Mm-hmm. I tell you, a time will come that you will go through a situation. You will face your wilderness that all the scriptures you know might even leave you. Mm. You will be a prayer warrior, but at that point, you cannot pray. The only thing that will sustain your faith at that time will be your revelation of Jesus. If you know him to be the faithful one, if you know him to be the God who does what he says, if you know him, depend, because my revelation of him will not be the same as your revelation of him. Mm. And my revelation I'll have about him today will not be the same about what I will have to do. At every point in my life, somebody says that problems do not end, beloved. Mm-hmm. You know, you are praying for the husband now, maybe. The husband will come. After that, yeah. there will be another thing to pray about. Yeah. You will be praying for a job today. After the job, there will be another thing. There is always something. That is how God made it. For some of us, if those things were not there, we will not even seek God. Mm-hmm. So those things will always be there. And because God lives in eternity, sometimes what I am thinking has taken seven years. To God, maybe he has just started. (laughs) To God, maybe it's just um, one day. Because God does not go by 24 hours clock that we do. He does not go by the calendar of men. So maybe when I'm thinking that God, you have delayed. To him, I just told you. (laughs) When those times come, my dear, and I can say this because I I have experienced it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You will wait. Nobody can help you, I tell you. The people who love you, they can only agree with you and pray with you. But the manifestation of it (laughs) will be your God. And if God says that it's taking 10 years, it will take 10 years. (laughs) But within the time of the promise and the manifestation of that promise, in between that, your faith will be tested. And the only thing that will help you to stand, beloved, if I should involve myself, the only thing that will help us to stand is the revelation we have of Jesus. If only we knew, that is when we'll be able to stand. In Matthew 13, let's read from 1 to 17 quickly, please. Wherever we get to, we will leave, we will continue. Mm-hmm. And if God touches my father's heart, he will continue tomorrow. Let's see. No, you are continuing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew chapter 13, please. We, we start from one. Mm-hmm. It says, on the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And a great multitude were gathered together to him. So that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. As he sowed, he said, some fell on the wayside, some fell, and that the birds came to take it. It goes on and on and on and on. Let's jump to maybe, let's see, 10, please. We can read it for our own selves. The Bible says that the disciples came to him and asked him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Then he answered and said to them, This is the point that I want. 
He said, it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. It has been given to you and I, beloved, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Let's move on, please. He says, therefore, I speak to them in parables. Because seeing, they do not see. Hearing, they do not hear. Some of us seeing, we do not see. Hearing, we do not hear. Understanding, we do not have. Let's move on, please. It says, and in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled. Which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand. And seeing you will see and not perceive. I pray we will not be such a people. Let's move Amen. on. It said, for the hearts of these people have grown dull. May our hearts be sharpened in the Amen. name of Jesus. May our ears be quickened in the name of Jesus. And may our eyes be enlightened in the name Amen. of Jesus. He says, least they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, least they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. He said, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Blessed are your eyes and my eyes. Blessed are your ears and my ears. Let's move on, please. He says, for I said to you, this is my point. Mm. Many prophets and religious men desire to see what you see. Mm. But they did not see it. They desire to hear what we hear today, but they did not hear it. Mm. Many prophets, many righteous men. Mm. So that means Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Ezra, Zephaniah, Amos, Jeremiah, all the prophets and the just men, Jacob, Joseph, Daniel, you name them. They desired that they might see what we see. The mysteries that are, have been made known to us, the things that are there for us to know. These men desired to know them. Only we knew that we have access to things that people worked hard to know. But it was not for them. If only we knew that God has in store for us things that angels, even angels do not they understand. Desire, they desire to know. Yeah. If only we knew that God has prepared some things for us. That of all that Moses did, he desired to know, but he did not. Mm-hmm. In Hebrews 11, they are all listed there. As men of faith, but they did not see these things that are available for you and I to see. We did not pay for them. We did not work for them. God, through his mercies, has made them available for us through his son, Jesus. All that we need to know is to press in. Mm. All that we need to know is to have a desire to know. All that we need to know is to work it out. If only we knew the value of what we have. Matthew 13, 44 and 46, please. 
Forgive me if I'm not making sense tonight. <laughs> I don't want to make sense. <laughs> Help me, Spirit of God. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. You see, the secrets of the kingdom, the mysteries of the kingdom, the things that are available in God to us. Jesus is likening them to this parable, to treasure. Mm-hmm. Beloved, there are treasures in God for us. There are treasures in Jesus the Christ for us. And like this man, we need to leave every other thing. We need to give every other thing to be mm-hmm. able to have it. He said he went and sold everything that he had in order to buy this plot of land because of the treasure that he had identified in there. How much are we willing to lose in order to gain that which is in Christ? What is the value of your relationship with Jesus to you? How valuable is your relationship with Jesus to you? How much is your intimacy with Jesus worth to you? If only we knew how having a deeper knowledge of God and how getting understanding and having a revelation of Jesus, how much it enriches us. Like the treasure that this man found. He knew that if he was able to sell everything he had and buy that land, he's already rich. That is how much the riches mm-hmm. that is in God is to us. If we are able to leave certain things that hinders us from assessing this knowledge, because it will not come easy. Anything that is a treasure. <laughs> you know, it says the man was digging. That means that it requires some effort. It requires some work. Gold and every treasure, every mineral is buried in the earth. And those who find it, they do some work. It will cost us, as Pastor Enoch said yesterday, some relationships. Mm -hmm. It will cost us sometimes some money. You might need to buy some material. It will cost us some time alone. Some people will call us (laughs) some Mm. names. Antisocial. Because there will be times they will invite you to some parties. And you might want to be alone with God. It will cost us some things, but again, it will enrich us. If we are able to give everything else. And so Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.18. It says, well, we do not look at the things which are seen, but at things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen, they are eternal. We have to focus on the eternal matters. But we have turned it the other way around. Mm. We rather focus on the things that we see Mm. than instead of focusing on the things we do not see. Are we willing to seek him as a precious jewel? 
in Matthew 6, 33, Jesus said that we should seek first the kingdom of God mm. and its righteousness. And in so doing, all other things shall be added unto it. But we, 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 we prefer to do it the other way around. Mm. But tonight he's asking us, if only we knew. First he said, do we know the God that we serve? The God that we worship. And prophet asked us, he helped us to ponder over that question on the first night. Who do you say Jesus is? Who he says to you? Paul said, I counted all loss. Philippians 3.8 I counted all loss. Are we willing to count everything else loss? Just to be able to attain the understanding that is in God. Mm. That it should be able to have a revelation of Him. Matthew 6:33, please. Thank you, Spirit of God. It says, but first, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek first. Mm -hmm. So first of all, we have to understand the word seek. Jesus is asking us, or he's telling us to seek first the kingdom of God. So what does it mean to seek? So I did some work for us. Mm -hmm. And some of the words I found, the meanings of seek means to pursue. Mm -hmm. To pursue knowledge, to pursue God, to pursue the kingdom, if we were to put it in a sentence. So to seek means to pursue. In other words, but pursue first the kingdom of God. Amen. If we to put it in the context of the scripture. Seek also means to study. So we will have to spend some time to study. In order to have understanding, in order to have knowledge, in order to have revelation, we will have to pursue God. Mm. Instead of pursuing prophecies, mm. Mm. pursuing materialism, which is what our generation unfortunately is known for, Jesus is asking us to pursue knowledge in him. Amen. To pursue the things of the kingdom. It also means to study. So we will need to take our time to study the word. Dig deep and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Jesus said, when the Spirit comes, he will teach us all truths. Mm. So you can ask him to explain the scriptures to you. Seek also means to explore. So we can explore the kingdom of God. Yeah. Seek means to understand. So we need understanding. It is only that which you understand that belongs to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the revelation that you have, that is what you can call yours. That is what I can call mine. To seek means to learn. To seek means to desire to know. To desire the truth. To desire intimacy with Jesus. As the scripture says in Psalms, of Solomon chapter 1 verse 4. It says, draw me away. It's talking about intimacy. Jesus 
is our lover. Is mm. our groom. We are the his bride. So sometimes we can have intimacy with him. You can withdraw to a place and just say that it is just you and I. Yeah. And tell him that nothing else will satisfy. Just him. Seek means to have passion for. Do we have passion for the kingdom of God? Do we have passion for the things of God? Is our passion still alive? Our passion for God? Or is it is our passion rather on the acts of God or on the ways of God? Is our passion for the things we will get in Him? Mm. As in the material things. Is that what is driving us? Our relationship with Him? These are some of the questions we need to sit down and be faithful to ourselves and ask ourselves. To have passion for knowledge, passion to gain understanding that I want to know. So he said, seek first. So what is the meaning of first? When we say something is first, it means that thing is our priority. Is the thing God our priority? Mm. Is gaining understanding in God our priority? Is sitting down to study the word our priority? Or is the visa my priority? Mm. Is it the children that God will give me that is my priority? Mm. Because if that is it, in no time I will give up. Yeah. Is it the job that I'm looking for? Is that my priority? Because in no, that will not sustain my faith in God. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time. And I will become weary. Because that which is driving my work with God is mm-hmm. material. Yeah. Seek first the kingdom of God. First also means to put something before all others. Can we say that we have put God before everything else? Can we sincerely say that we are putting God before everything else? What is driving me to connect to GPM when Prof comes online? If I am to sit down to pray now, what do I pray about? Once upon a time, all that I knew I thought that prayer was about was about me too. I thought that when we, we say we are praying, it means we are praying to, to get a need. Mm-hmm. And I was a prayer. <laughs> oh mercy. <laughs> I was a prayer leader. And this was what we would do. This is what how I was taught by my pastors and every that's what we were doing. So if we are praying about this, what we do is once as Bible and scripture and we, to tum, mm. we, we, we we take a scripture from here, scripture from there, scripture from there. Aha, uh-huh, then we we, we we coin our own prayer from mm. that scripture and pray about it. I didn't even like New Testament. 
it was mainly Old Testament. All our prayer topics, no, you know the. <laughs> oh, thank God for grace. Amen. First also means something that is important to you. So our relationship with God must be important to us. What is driving us? You know, when the disciples asked Jesus why he was speaking to the people in parables, and he told them that there are things that are given to you to know, but to them it's not given. Later he explained the parable to them. And then he told them what the parable meant. But he said something, if I should paraphrase it. What Jesus was saying meant that when the word of God comes, when the word of God comes, <laughs> what Satan does is that he comes himself to attack the word. You see, Satan is not interested in you getting the job. That's not his focus. Though. No. His focus is not in you buying the car you desire. No. His focus is not getting any material thing. His focus, his main target is that the church of God will continue to lack understanding. Yeah. His focus is in the word. He's working hard to ensure that we do not get understanding. Because he knows that as soon as you get understanding, he has lost control over you. Mm. So when Jesus was saying that some fell on the road side and some fell on all the ones that they fell on good ground, Satan is attacking the word. Why? Yeah. He does not want his, the people of God to get understanding. Mm. So you see this revelation we are talking about, this understanding we are talking about. Satan does not want us to get it. So he will fight it. He will come through the job that you need. But his focus is not that job. He's just distracting you to mm. make you think that God is not good. Anyhow, sorry, no cross. I'm going to word. So when the word is coming, he knows that if you are able to get understanding of that word, he will not be able to manipulate you anymore. Like Paul said, I know that it will be done to me just as it was said. He cannot attack him in any way. So he doesn't like that. For us to have revelation of Jesus, revelation of the knowledge, revelation of what we have in God. No, so... What Satan wants is that for the church to continue to be in ignorance. Mm -hmm. That will continue to joke with the word of God. That will continue to chase after prophecies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those things, if he wants to afflict, if he wants to harass, he will send his demons. But when it comes to a place where people have gathered for understanding, he comes down himself. He says, Satan will come. Satan comes to attack the word. Mm -hmm. He didn't say he would send the demon so that one he will come himself he yeah. said let me let me personally go there why is he interested in those things because he knows what we do not know but the scripture we just read said that those things are given for us to know mm -hmm. they are our inheritance in christ 
one revelation of God is enough to carry us Amen. on this journey. One revelation. Beloved, if everything I have said tonight, which I don't know what I have said anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if you did not get anything at all, be like the Samaritan men who came to Jesus and said that woman, you have told us your testimony about this man. But let us also come and inquire. Be like the people of Berea. They wanted to know. So after they have been preached to, they go to search, search the, scriptures. the scriptures for themselves. Let our focus be on Jesus. For he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Yeah. And as Matthew 6.33 says, as we seek first the kingdom of God, it says that all other things shall be added unto us. Those things that we are chasing, they will rather chase us. Do you know yeah. why? Because then we will be praying for understanding. Then we will be standing upon a foundation, which is the revelation that we have of Jesus. If only we knew what God has for us. If only we knew. If only we knew what He has for us. If only we knew what He has in store for us. Some of us will not even worry ourselves and waste our tears. Sometimes it's because we don't know. Because when we are worrying, God is not worried. Do you know why? Hmm. Because he knows what we don't know. Yeah. He sees the end from the beginning. So when we are saying that, hey, mewo, <laughs> hmm. he has some things in store for us. But you know the reason why we are worried? The reason why we are talking. To, I have this, this lady that if I see her, hmm. And I, I don't see her from afar, and I, I encounter her like mm. Let me put it that way. Hey, the thing has turned into talking. Mm. She can keep you and talk for hours. Do you know why? Because there is something she doesn't know. Sometimes the things that you have been able to stand. Something happened to other people, which was not even close to what you are able to stand. And they commit suicide. You know why? You know something they don't know. Yeah. But there is more to God. You know, God is, is, is the, the revelation of Jesus is like an onion. Mm. When you take off one layer, there's still another layer. Yeah. It's, yes, there is more in him. And there is more. If Paul can say that I may know him. <laughs> hmm. then you and I how much of him do we know hmm. he said if only we knew he said some do not know what they worship but we know what we worship so could it be that the reason why the prayers have not been answered is because we are praying wrong and why are we praying wrong 
because we are praying without understanding mm. and i'm telling you that i've been there mm. my voice i prayed in church uh, for my my voice i had to go to the ent and then they said to me that there was a, a, a lymph node lymph there was a growth on my my my, my vocal cord and it was just by prayer. That's why my voice is confused now. I used to I used to be a praise leader. Mm. Then I went into intercession. Then all this and all that prayer. I was one of the people who can stand in rain. Under the rain, it was raining. And we would stand in the rain and pray. To daybreak. Religion. Prayer, <laughs> we were praying it without understanding. Tishuinsi. And when things began to happen too, I could pray for people. The same things I'm looking for, I will pray for people and they will have it and me, I'm dead. Hey, mm. I will have a dream about someone. I will tell them and the thing will happen in their life. Meanwhile, I want the same things and I'm dead. Mm. But thank God for knowledge. Amen. But there is more in God. If only we knew, then we would not be worried. If I know that prophet, you have promised me that you are coming to London tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if I tells me that prophet is not coming, mm -hmm. based on the revelation I have that you are coming, I won't yeah. be worried. Yeah. Asha Ubu, a prophet is coming. Yeah. Why? Because I know. Beloved, tonight what he said is that he's bringing repentance. Amen. And by repentance, I mean change of mind. Yeah. I'm not talking about Boni. <laughs> Jesus preached. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And all he was talking about was to change our mind, our mm. thinking. Tonight, he wants us to repent. He said he's bringing repentance. He's bringing his church back to that place. He's bringing a revival. He's mm. bringing desires. He's bringing desires alive. Bringing us back to that place. Revelation 3 says that pray and strengthen those things that are dead, mm. but they seem as though they are alive. Some of us, we, seem, we, we think we are doing the right thing, but we are not. We jump from here. We, we are there. We are here. Beloved, hmm. we have been all of those places. In Cape Coast University, me will lecture, me, me will quiz the next morning. Pa, instead of going to learn, I will be hmm. on the field praying. <laughs> Doing the right thing at the right time. The, 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 the religiosity. Hmm. But then I thought I was doing the right thing, you know. Thank God I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> But because I have gained knowledge, I will not go back to do those things. And that is the beauty of this God. We learn every day. God has blessed us that we are in a place where the word is taught. Beloved, let's take advantage of it and let's learn. And the Lord will help us. Amen. 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 Just put your hand upon your heart wherever you are before I hand over to Prophet. Sure.
and just invite the Spirit of the Lord to help you. To open your eyes, open your ears. To open your heart, to help you. To create in you this desire to know Him. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you are the cup that will run dry. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you are the cup that will run dry. Tell him that there is this void in you that nothing else will take that place. Let the Spirit of God fill you and show you where you are getting it wrong, where I'm getting it wrong, that we will be able to correct it, that we will seek knowledge, that we will go after him. Spirit of God, help us. The more I know you, the more I want to know you, Jesus. More of you. Father, fill us with more of you. Man. The more I want you, the more I want to know you, Jesus. More. Seeking you as a precious jewel, Lord, to give up our real food. Am I all? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for tonight. That which you sent me to deliver unto your people, I have delivered it. I pray that you will perfect your work in your people. Amen. Take us back to that foundation. Take us back. Take your church back to that place where you began with us. Help us to get it right. Help us, Spirit of Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us. And let Jesus be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless Amen. everyone. God bless you. Thank you, Prophet. Amen. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more upcoming episodes on the GPM platforms. This episode is now available on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and TuneIn. Remember to be a doer of the word and act upon his word. Shalom. Peace.